Thank you for those listening to the podcast version of Cold Region Improv and Sketch Comedy Open Mic. Uh, you can find this version by searching on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts for Oozbear, the Oozbear Public Podcast. You can support the show uh, by going to oozbear.com and donating to players you like, or in the description, there should be a link to a Zazzle store where you can buy the merch. Highly recommend the uh, pins as well as the iron-on patches. Uh, there should also be a link uh, to current. Uh, we can get fifty dollars for free by making a current account. Uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't. A free fifty bucks. Improvising a cold reads theme song. Waiting for the guest to arrive. If you listen to the podcast, skip this part. I don't know how to edit it out. I'm sorry. Been doing this for a year now, a little over a year, you know.
Hey, hey, hey. Maura, what's up? Hey, Brian, how's it going? Doing great. That's good, that's good. Any new news for you? Um, so, you know the Greek place? The Greek place. They didn't really fire me, but they more so ghosted me, which I've... I've never been ghosted by a job before. I do believe that's illegal. You mean they like gave you no hours or gave you like four hours a week? I called one day and um, they just didn't, they just didn't tell me uh, any information. They were just like, we're closed this week because we're painting. And then they never contacted me in any form again. Crazy. Were you on uh, bad terms with the manager? No, I um, I thought I was like making a connection with everyone and like weird. Time to file for unemployment. Yeah, or get that stuff in writing or something. Or um, yeah, try to get that in writing to get unemployment. Uh, yeah. Well, don't you need to work twenty nine weeks to get unemployment? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> um. Because I have not, I, I did file for unemployment in 2020, and it was the highest paying thing I've ever done. Uh-huh. Uh. So I'm yeah. always trying to get back on it or get general assistance or something. I am sorry to hear that, man. In my job, my boss got mad at me for showing up when I was sick because I didn't understand the sick procedure. Well, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. One of those, you know. Yeah, no, like, uh, no, my employer is, yeah, no. Uh, I work for Facebook, but I work through a staffing company. Oh, that's so weird. I was in the beta for the metaverse. Yeah. And I met people that uh, I'm 
met people in Horizon that worked for Facebook through a staffing company, and all they did all day was play VR. I do not do that, sadly. Yeah. You like moderate hate communities or? <laughs> no engineering. Oh, like coding and stuff? Uh, something like that. Wow, that's actually, if I understood what coding was, that would be interesting. You, you know? can easily teach yourself coding. Coding isn't like, it's not, it, it's it's pretty accessible. There are so many places, there's so many places online where you can like learn Python in a game. Mm -hmm. But maybe you should focus on getting a job first. It's, it's, or a boot camp. A lot of these places have like, a lot of places have like a boot camp where like you'll go for free you, and then they'll job place you, but they might job place you anywhere in the country. Oh, that sucks. By the way, I know I can't see you, but is your office chair broken? No, it's just a squeaky one. Okay. It sounds like your neighbor is really bad at playing jazz. I'll try not. This is the same chair I've been using for the whole year. The whole year I've been coming to ooze back. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Good story. I just realized I've been doing cold reads for a little under a year. Oh, then that's when I started coming. I saw it on Reddit, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so you and bought that chair have... specifically for Ooze Bear? What? No. I found this chair in the street specifically for my desk. Uh... Damn it. All of my neighbors have been throwing out chairs, but they're all broken beyond repair. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no amount of duct tape? Like they have four, they have three of the four legs. Oh. What are your neighbors doing with that chairs? I don't know. I assume they're gaining weight because of the pandemic. I, oh, I broke my third bike of the year. That sucks. Yeah. What, from like gaining I'm, weight? I can only assume that I'm so fat that my only means of getting skinnier is breaking. <laughs> Like, the bike's given up, so should I. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. You should tweet that. Yes, yeah, so the, the bike is like, hey, uh, being fat isn't so bad. The bike is, is like, hey, man, body positivity. Hey, man, you don't have to ride me just because society says so. Well, I probably should replace my bike because I don't own a car or have a license. Okay. What's the uh what's the end game here? What's the uh, I want um if I get a job I'm gonna need to bike to work, right? Oh sure, sure, sure. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, true, true, true. Um wait, where do you live again? Livingston. I don't know New Jersey. Okay, New Jersey. Okay. I Sorry. assumed you were pretend I didn't say that. I only said New Jersey. I was very vague about my general location. Uh, 
people aren't going to be like, we've got to find the dude who does tarot reads. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're being stalked by jazz men from the 1920s. You know what I might do? Do it again, I don't know if this would be met with fun or met with uh, praise or joy, but uh, I'm, I'd be willing to like teach a UCB Upright Citizens Brigade style sketch class on Oozbear, but Oozbear uh, does have a feature where you can charge if you're the host, you can charge like however much you want for entry. Huh. Do people have people done that? Um the CEO Eric uh, mm -hmm. He used to do that for 10 bucks a month. Uh, one of the Monday jams was behind a paywall. I remember and he that. Stopped, he stopped doing that to raise his baby. I remember. I yeah. remember berries. I remember. So, right. Once Cole so, Reads becomes a hot commodity, I am planning on charging for admission. <laughs> good for that like to, to participate or well well to participate you can just to participate or to uh spectate um it's not set up so that the way i want it would be ideally like to spectate is free and to participate you got to pay mm -hmm. that's not an option but it should be mm-hmm Um, hmm. Oh, I have. Did you ever take my suggestion about uh, reaching out to, uh, did you ever take my suggestion about uh, reaching out to people and like pre-booking them for cold reads? I know it's a little sleazy, but it's what, oh man, did I ever tell you I used to do stand-up comedy in Honolulu, Hawaii? No, you did not. Okay. By the way, uh, so I'm, by the way, I'm 36 years old, did my bachelor's and master's and some PhD work in mechanical engineering. So that's what we're at right now. And right now I'm doing like some, I'm doing some computer-aided design work right now while we're talking. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was a PhD student at the University of Hawaii. I was always getting drunk all the time. And uh, yeah, my favorite bar started doing comedy. So I started doing comedy there. And it's a very small and very competitive scene and uh yeah people are always it's it, it's hilarious like this mean these people aren't even funny and they just have these tips like your show's better than my show you do this you insult me and have you ever seen uh there's this sketch about a serial killer that kills the best comics in new york uh-huh so and people... everybody is so fucking mad that they're not getting killed <laughs> who did this send me the link Send me send me pictures of Spider Man. Right. You know who's gonna get killed next? This, that, and the third. No, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get killed before he gets killed. Like <laughs> everybody has a linky link. I need to see this. This is a god of hate. Oh, I actually don't um have that link on you. Send me linkies of Spider Man. 
I'm in my squeaky office during okay. some design work. But yeah, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, in the Hawaii stand-up scene, basically, uh, basically there are only like 30 people in the whole scene. So everybody knew each other's business. Everybody only had like a first name. Like you would sign up on just by your first name. People knew each other. And there were like five or six people who ran shows. And there were two competing shows on a Wednesday night. So one guy, uh, one guy would book, um, one guy would quote unquote say, you're booked on my Wednesday show. So you couldn't come to the other guy's Wednesday show. That was the point of that story. I mean, there's no pay. You, maybe your name was on the poster. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe your picture's on the poster. Maybe it wasn't. And he'd be like, tell your friends, bring your friends. Right. Trish, have you ever seen the Pete Holmes show Crashing? Trish? Trin Carl is on mute. Yeah, yeah. Trin Carl needs to unmute herself. I know it's Trish because she always changes her name to something stupid. Uh, whatever. Oh, she's on a plane, so she can't speak. Okay. Uh, um, Maura, have you seen the... <laughs> right, do a podcast while you're on a plane. Well, everyone... <laughs> well, there's... The worst place to do a podcast, I think, is in the middle seat on an airplane. Tomahawk's here and is muted. Yes. We can do the Mario sketch. It's a me. Well, you know what, uh, Tri um, sorry, Mora, uh -oh. if you have the Mario sketch, could you please put the link in the chat? I could, and I will. Oh. Did you uh, hear about the Mario news? Is there Mario yeah. news? So uh, thousands of people found out that the Twitter account at Super Mario Movie is verified, even though it doesn't have... Uh, <laughs> a profile or a banner. So it's like black, mm -hmm. everything, and there's no tweets yet. So they're like, why is it verified? <laughs> <laughs> so we assume that it's the official one and they just haven't officially made the announcements yet. That makes sense to me. But people are like, Oh man! Did you that thing where they tried to cast Chris Pratt and they're like, he's not the Dalian. They successfully casted Chris Pratt. What are you talking I don't about? Want yeah, yeah. I don't want Chris Pratt. No. Why not? Danny DeVito exists. I don't want yeah. Mario to sound like Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito. I nothing more perfect than Danny DeVito's Mario. I I can't. I disagree. But fine. Um, I'm currently kidding? minority here. Yeah. Look, every other casting decision I think is perfect. Charlie Day uh, yeah, as Luigi, yeah. Jack Black as Bowser. Perfect. Thank you, Trish agrees uh, in the Trish chat. Yeah, she's just on a plane in the middle seat, so she can't talk or anything. She's in the middle seat, or are you just? Trish, are you in the middle seat? Could you confirm that? Because it's the funniest option. <laughs> Well, I can talk on the floor, but I can't. Can you hear me? I can't. Badly. Hear you. 
Yeah, play this out loud. Maybe we'll get some fans or enemies. <laughs> yeah, Trish, did you start handing out business cards to everyone on the flight? Yeah. Earlier, I was playing Marco Polo with the person who was announcing the flights because they kept on going, Denver, Denver. And I was like, Polo, Polo. I almost started a trend. You are so cool. <laughs> And just so we can uh, keep it up first. Keep on talking, okay? Because I'm going to be so embarrassed in a second. (laughs) I'm going to go off mic. I love you, Trish. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, Trish, you didn't answer. Are you in the middle seat? It's too late. We'll never know. Oh, we do know. I knew it. She had such a middle seat vibe. I don't know how to describe it. Now we know. Some people are just middle seat people. Okay. <laughs> Trish, uh, let's um, let's cast the sketch. I, yeah, Trish can. not How about Mora? Yeah, Trish. Mora. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I keep doing that where I keep calling Tomahawk Montana and Montana Tomahawk and Trish Mora and Mora Trish. Okay. He's just not used to having uh, two girls talk to him at the same time. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Thomas Hawk. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. No. Cool. So, Trish, you definitely are not participating. You don't want to be Princess Peach. You can be Princess Peach. Yeah, no, that's not going to work for me at this point in my life. <laughs> I'm in the middle seat. <laughs> Look. Look, the window seat and the aisle seat are all in treats. They're Mario fans. They're like, no, but like there's a, there's actually a, a thing about if where you sit on a plane tells you a lot about personality. Like you're more, I think, open and open-minded person if you sit in the middle, and you like to escape if you sit in the uh, the aisle. Delta Airlines fortune. What is this? What the crap is that? <laughs> it's computer generated. It's whatever. Like, no, but you can choose your seat. So it could yeah, say well, a lot about you. I pick the aisle when my bladder is small. I pick the window when I do drugs and fall asleep. <laughs> Have you seen the film, uh, what is it, like Queen what? Pins? No, Queen Pins. There's a this 50-year-old dude. Uh, who's sitting next to like a six-year-old girl and the six-year-old girl says, can I please have the window seat? I don't want to be nauseous during the flight. And the 50-year-old is like, you need this. It's a life lesson. You don't always get what you want. So even if I wanted to switch with you, I wouldn't give it to you because the life lesson is more important. And that's how they established the villain of the movie. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, hey, okay, so hey, Brian, do you have like a real life villain in your life? Do you have an antagonist? Jeremy. No, I'm sorry. No, I don't. No. I want to know more about Jeremy. No, you don't. There is no Jeremy. I didn't say Jeremy. Tell us about Jeremy. Who's Jeremy? There is, is no he, Jeremy. Is he a waiter at the Greek it's place? It's Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I'm running from him. I'm running from him. <laughs> Careful, he's got a Hawkeye. I have Tomahawk eyes. 
that's why that's why you get to play Mario and who who has a British accent. Who what kind of British it? accent are we talking? Oh my God, it's my Britain. I'm from the Beatles. No, it's not. It's not. I just just do like a, a BBC what? presenter. I can probably on today's program. Like who? Yeah, yeah. On today's program, this controversy. Yes, on today's and, program. Okay, so I want Donkey Kong to have a British accent. But that's got to be Brian. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> that's Tomahawk as yeah, what British. did I Tomahawk. I'm, I'm Mario. You're Mario and British Donkey Kong. Ah, dang it! I thought it was gonna be Brian. Okay. I will be Luigi. Am I gonna be trying a uh, Mario voice for this or? Okay. I'll Um, give it a go. Brian is Bowser, and I guess I'll be Princess Peach, and Brian, you'll be Waluigi. Okay. And those are all. Okay. I said myself. I think I gave myself. uh, I gave myself Luigi and Waluigi. And then I'll also do stage. Wah. 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 Okay. I need to write this down because I'm a goldfish. Everybody know their parts? Why? Why? Wait, I'm. I thought I was Waluigi. Oh, oh no, I'm. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, you said Waluigi, so everybody has to has to wa. Wait, I'm. No, I'm Peach. I'm Luigi and Peach. Brian and Waluigi. Wa. Okay. Okay, Brian is Waluigi. Everybody know their parts? I'm Mario yeah. and British Donkey Kong. Cool. Brian, you're Bowser and Yes. Yes, sir. And Waluigi. And fuck. Oh, that that character's in here? <laughs> oh, I love That's playing fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> I am too stupid at the end of the day. Anyway, okay, okay. You're just Bowser. Not and, stupid. You're like, just what time of the day are you at are you at your least stupid? Not right now. Hey. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're gonna cool, do cool. this sketch. I swear. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this. Oh, is this? Okay. Inside the gamer's studio, Nintendo. We'll keep this simple. Each character will individually sit on a director's chair in front of a curtain or poster for Mario Party. Enter Luigi. He sits in the chair and adjusts a lav mic. Is that what you want out of me? That good? Cut to Mario and Cher. More actions. Hello, it's a me, Mario. And welcome to Gamer Studio with Nintendo Episode 5 Mario Party. Hey, that's a me. What do you want to know about Mario's parties? They're absurd. They are not normal parties. Bowser chuckles. So, picture this. It's like this island just rigged up like a board game, and you just run around and play mini-games. Insert clips of Mario Party. (laughs) There's no booze, no dancing, no food, and the music is just like this weird carnival music, and like no girls. Total sausage fest. Just a bunch of dudes cheering for themselves and screaming their own name. 
Wow, Waluigi loves to play. Waluigi loves to party. Wow. Luigi lights a cigarette, takes the long drag. Uh, did you know Mario and I are twins? Of course you didn't. Everyone remembers Mario, but Luigi lives all alone in his haunted castle. Basically, back in the 80s, we were plumbers together. Life was good. Then one day, he starts hanging out with his barrel-throwing monkey. I am an ape, not a monkey. Not a donkey. Ape. It was weird, but hey, I just rolled with the thing. At the time, I was like, good for you. And he was like, Luigi, you can get in on this satu. And we had a few game, fun games, I admit. Me and my brother, getting the coins together. Woohoo! But he was always doing these mushrooms, and he would, like, get these crazy ideas, like stomping on turtles and crawling into sewage pipes. There were these stars, he would... He called them. It would make him think he was invincible. There were a few years there where he told everyone he was made of paper. Good times. When I did those mushrooms, I could do anything. For a while, he was calling himself Dr. Mario and just tossing out random pills everywhere. He never went to med school. I admit, I was a little wild in the 80s. People started abandoning me, so I went... I, I bought an island where we could all live together. Woo-wee! When I first got invited to this party, I was like, did you mean to invite another Bowser? I've kidnapped your girlfriend several times. I tried to marry her. Why do you want me around? I admit, I was uncomfortable with my boyfriend inviting my kidnapper to just hang out. Ah, all is well that ends well. That's what I always say. There's a good in everyone. If if I can be redeemed, so can he. Woohoo! Wah, I'm just here for the tennis. <clears throat> tennis. I would have loved to play tennis. We played the weirdest games. One of them was just shaking a can of soda very hard. Another was putting flags up a flagpole but really fast. But, you know, Mario... My friend at a very low point in his life. He was. He was at a low point in his life. <clears throat> oh, DK, I love that crazy ape. But when we met, he was throwing barrels and stealing my girl. Uh, one day, I said, hey, uh, you, you monkey called a donkey. What, what do you want with a human girl? And all of a sudden, the big four starts crying. I was confused as to who I was. A donkey? A monkey? An ape? I couldn't love others if I couldn't love myself. Mario took me out for a couple of beers, and we just talked and talked and talked. A few years later, I met the love of my life, a spider monkey named Diddy. He took my last name. Of course, Mario presided over the ceremony. It's-a me, Pastor Mario! It was a beautiful wedding. Even though Mario and I broke up years ago, I still have to admit, he is one of the kindest and most giving man I have ever met. Oh, oh yeah. Everyone loves Mario. Everyone thinks he's so great. Well, Luigi's great, too, okay? How many people can kill ghosts with a vacuum and a flashlight? Okay? 
you know what? I'm done for today. I don't care. Get a quote from Yoshi or Pikachu or someone. Luigi does that sometimes. Sad. My brother? A good guy. Little jealous sometimes. But I think there is good in everyone. Everyone can come to my party. Wow, Waluigi likes two things. Playing tennis and fucking. How you doing? You want to play some doubles? Blackout. Mario blacks out. <laughs> no, Luigi blacks out. Mario just sort of like, he's buzzed but not drunk. Okay, so. Age directions. I want to bring this up because apparently this isn't immediately obvious to everybody. Uh, Bowser, Peach, and Mario, they're a thruple. The whole, like, stealing Peach, that's just, like, that's just role play. That's why it's happening over and over again. They're just making it everybody's problem. Okay, where does, um, where does Bowsette play into this? Doesn't. Un- unfamiliar. Not real. Did oh, that... right. Bowsette is just fan art in this oh, hypothetical. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what Mario is. Okay, you caught me. I've never, I've never played Mario. I've never heard Mario. Oh no! I, w- I was doing a Chris Pratt impression that entire time when I was trying to voice <laughs> Mario. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I think it was all right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you do you. No, no, I wasn't doing me. I was doing Chris Pratt. But I'm chump. What's your favorite Chris Pratt thing? Chris Pratt thing? Yeah, what's your Uh, favorite Chris Pratt role? Probably Andy Dwyer. You're more familiar with Parks and Rec than Mario? Yeah, by a lot, actually. Well, the Mario movie hasn't come out yet. Exactly. I'm not what one would call a gamer. Mm. I found him too hammy as Peter Quill. Is, yeah. Are are you one of those people that's like Glenn Howerton would have been way better in the role? I didn't know that was an option. Sure. Glenn yeah. Howerton. James Gunn James Gunn pushed for Glenn Howerton. Disney wanted and Disney wanted um Chris Pratt. Mm. Mm. So that's how the story goes, I think. That's no, not Andy- quite what I've heard, but yeah, who knows how this stuff happens. Andy Dwyer was uh, Andy Dwyer's peak Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. Some elements of the Star Lord performance feel a little forced, but who am I to talk? Yeah, yeah. Especially in the second movie. Uh, yeah. I like, like the idea for this whole this whole sketch more. Thank you. I needed to get, I, I feel like I, well, I'm, I'll probably do a rewrite and uh, my sketch group might make it. I don't know, we'll see. But yeah, uh, I wanted to get even more philosophical. Right. Why does Mario party with uh, someone who kidnapped his girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend? Also, what a terrible party. It's like, oh, play these very weird games. We're going to play. Yeah, well, I don't. 
I mean, there's no booze, no drugs. Um, you ever hear in the original Japanese version of Super Mario Kart, uh, whoever gets first place pops champagne and sprays it on themselves. It doesn't drink any, but apparently that's not good enough for American audiences. Wait, uh, wait, you're saying in the in the foreign version of Mario Kart they they drink they they spray champagne, but in the American version they don't spray the champagne. There is no champagne in the American version. Ah, uh, okay. Could have fooled me. I'm not familiar. Right, it's very possible that I'm entirely bullshitting you right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. While we're on that note, I do want to say, Brian, there's two things that I want in my life more than to see you play a live-action Wario. Thank you. Honestly, you think um, you think I could nail the nail the performance? I think so. Yeah. Wait, did I get rid of Wario? No, I'm Waluigi. He doesn't know the difference because he doesn't play video games. Oh. No, no, I, I know, I know Wario wasn't in this. I just know that you would be a good Wario. Quick, what color is Wario? He's like purple. a yellow and purple. What color is Waluigi? Purple. I don't know. See, he doesn't know video games. Correct. But I was able to pull the name Wario out of the air, so. I'm not Googling here off on the side of my phone quietly. I'm, I'm, this is off the top of my head, buddy. Right. We can't see what uh, the other one's doing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trish is actually working for Facebook right now. That's crazy. Yeah, she is. Working for the like, Facebook. On an airplane. Tomahawk, did you know that Mora currently works for Facebook? I did not. Yeah, she's in engineering. Is this true? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. You've done a great job. You've worked very hard to get here. Thank you. Oh, by the way, you uh, you can make good with the people upstairs and get Facebook to acquire Uzbear. Does uh, but 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 seriously, hey, does Uzbear have like a Facebook fan page? Because I could get it, I could get some promotion off that. No, we just have a Discord. There might be, uh, you know, maybe. There, sh- yeah, there should be. Should be. Yeah. I mean, does Uzbear have an Instagram? Does Uzbear just have a Reddit? Because. That'd be a funny social media. It's a, it's a bizarre social media strategy. This bear should only have MySpace. It has a live journal. Right. Ooh. So if you, oh, the thing about Oozbear is you can only find this stuff if you're on Oozbear.com but not logged in. So they're Facebook.com slash Oozbear Improv, Instagram.com slash Oozbear. Oh. Okay. I must see. I don't want to. Uh, let's not trash the hand that feeds me, but let's. 
I love Facebook. You don't have to. No, no, no I do. Okay. And no one can stop me. Not even okay, Mark so, Zuckerberg. I'd love okay. to see him try. So Uzbear has not posted on Facebook since May. That's not a good sign. <laughs> it has 104 followers on Instagram. Are you going to cut this out of the recording? <laughs> I don't know how to edit. Oh, I assumed you do. So. Nah, nah, this is... This part right here where we're just vibing, this is the best part. This is, this is, yeah, man. We're going to get shut down by, I'm CEO Eric Capone Ooze Bear. I've heard that someone from Facebook is trashing Ooze Bear. You yeah. have a very silly voice, sir. It's how I got into improv, talking like a 1920s jazz musician. Give it about dirt, I get off my social media followers. Do you scat you... and like every line you say? Yes, indeed, I do. I'm Eric <laughs> It's sounding less like a 1920s jazz musician and more like Bill Cosby, the by the second. Oh, no. We don't want that. Don't Can I interest you in some chocolate cake and some jello pudding pops? Well, yeah. Yeah, I'd love some. Thank you, Brian. Well, they're for Mr. Cosby here. They're not for you. Oh. Well, hey, rude. You didn't specify. Please don't put drugs in the, in the chocolate. Yes, of course, right? You're a very clean comedian. We all acknowledge and respect that. It's the 90s. We don't know yet. Bob, I'm good for black men. Oh. Uh, sure, yeah. You also haven't done that uh, cornbread speech, so. Oh dear. Wait, was that what Chris was, Rock was was referencing in No Sex in the Champagne Room? No. What? Okay, but you're familiar with uh, No Sex in the Champagne Room. No sex. In, no matter what a stripper tells you, there is no sex in the champagne room. You're familiar with that. The when did he talk about cornbread? Cornbread. There's nothing wrong about nothing wrong with that. Okay, sure. Okay, it's the pound cake speech. Right. Okay. Right. Black people are shooting themselves over pound cake. Is this the group of people to have this conversation? Probably not. Skipping it up, fruity do. We've we've crossed the line, tap danced on it, done an episode dance. I'm still just upset, and I'm kind of pouting over here in the corner because I wasn't offered any pudding pops. Well, you're not a good boy. Good boys get pudding pops. You don't, you haven't been a good boy. Well, I'm never going to be a good boy. I'm non-binary, Dad. <laughs> you know, on some well, level, I've always known. I'm not non-binary, too, child. Who who are you? I'm your non-binary birthing parent. Oh, wow. So, like... I, I came out of you? 
once again, not a conversation we should be having. What's not a conversation we should be having? I, I think it's time our child knows where non-binary babies come from. When a non-binary penis-having person and a non-binary vagina-having person find themselves high enough on ecstasy, okay. <laughs> we are not the type of people to be having this conversation. Oh my God. They braid their blue hair together and they say, we are not the type of people to be having this conversation. <laughs> If we, when you say we braid our hair together, are we, are like, are we like, are our heads going to be like conjoined or? One mega braid to unite them all. A braid, one giant braid like a thick rope. Seven, ten, fifteen people long. And this like is the an only avatar. way I can learn where non-binary babies come from. Is that is that the premise of this? You must have blue hair, and then you will see the truth, child. You don't. You don't know what I got going on. I feel like they cut a lot from this Avatar re-release. <laughs> oh, do the the avatars must have blue hair and pronouns? There's more pronouns in this movie than any other type of word. <laughs> yeah. Will the world release ever stop? I need more adjectives in my movie. Did you hear they actually cut the sex hair scene from Avatar? They cut the sex hair scene? I've, yeah, they I've, did. From I've this, seen... from the movie that we're currently watching or the old movie? They're re-releasing Avatar, uh-huh. right? And it's already done better box office this weekend than Don't Worry, Darling. Well, that's supposed to be terrible, right? It's like, here's Harry Styles. And Harry Styles is like, this, this movie felt like making a movie. And you're like, oh. You're pretty. We don't pay you to talk. <laughs> right. How many lines did Harry Styles have in the Christopher Nolan movie he was in? I didn't, I didn't know which which Christopher Nolan movie was it. What was it, Tenet? He was in Dunkirk. Oh. Dunkirk, yeah. That came out around the same time as uh, Midway, and I, I get those movies mixed up. Yeah. I, I heard, like, the reason Harry Styles is so good in Dunkirk is because it's a silent role. Nah. He's he's going to be great, everybody. Harry Styles should play Mario. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a movie, have, but it's a video game, but it's a movie. Have you seen the interview where Anthony Hopkins, is he the one that played Mario in the original? He was You're not. basically on Bob Hoskins. Bob yeah. Hoskins, thank you. I always get those two confused. Sure. Bob Hoskins signed on to play Mario in a movie before knowing what Mario was. So his kids, one day, they're playing Super Mario Bros. And they're, like, explaining to him what a video game is. And we're like, oh, you press this button to go left. And you press this button to jump. Right? And Bob Hoskins is like, I played King Lear. I've been reduced to this. <laughs> but he was I'm so sure. good in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm sure there's a King Lear video game. 
a choose-your-own-adventure. Which daughter would you like to trust? Regan, Cordelia, or Ambassetta? Uh, I made that, I don't know. Never read King Lear. Have you... Brian, can you give us a brief summary of King Lear? No. <laughs> can you improv a yeah. summary of King okay, Lear? Um... Starring, <laughs> starring Chris Pratt. Okay. We, um... Hey, so I'm this American guy. My name is Ralph Lear. <laughs> And apparently everyone in Britain died, so I'm the king now. <laughs> oh, bruv, he's the king, isn't it? <laughs> oh, this is this is better than Brexit. This is like Brexit times ten. Ten Brexits. Uh, as the king, I want to declare beer to be free. Oh, free for everyone. Oi, 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 football, oi, oi, oi. Man, I love football. Toss me the pigskin. Oi, mate. This... Pig, pigs, pigskin. Oi, mate. Haven't you seen Ted Lasso? <laughs> There's a lot of lassos. More therapy. <laughs> no, I don't have Apple TV Plus. I'm an Android guy. Android TV plus Android TV with Fred Sasso. <laughs> An American who goes to Australia to coach a Australian rules football team. <laughs> uh we cut to Mora as Fred Lasso. <laughs> Why hello. Oh, hello, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. How's it going? Is that what you is that what y'all call yourselves here in in the land down under? That's what we call it. Okay. Right. Of Australian rule football are as such. You hug your mom, tell your dad you love him, and you try to get the ball through the goal. Everyone now hands in the middle. On three. Wait, hold on. Coach, coach, coach. I I have a question real fast, if that's all right. Uh see, Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna talk. You don't have to like give me permission because it's I honestly, I don't respect you yet. Um, well, you say I have to hug my mom and and uh, and and something with my dad. They both died ten years ago. Do I need to like dig up their bodies to give them a hug to oh. play the game? I was gonna say, uh, my mom, uh, she died of a dingo attack. Well, that's not the way that's supposed to go. I hear it's dingo. supposed to eat her baby. I said dingo. She used herself as a human child. Most heroic thing I've ever seen. You sound well, like an Australian melting. That doesn't mean you can't go to therapy and play good football. Now, does anybody know how many points you score in football? Because I don't know. At Seven. Least, at least one. That's great. That's my number. Okay. It's like that. That's not fair. My number was higher. I know that in 1966, the Saints went to the premiership. <laughs> what did it? 
that's that's probably a fact. Thank you, young man. Now, uh, uh, let me make a reference to something that happened in the 70s and then go to the pub to get disrespected. All right, go ahead. I'm a rom-communist. I want to dig into that. What's that like? I'm intrigued. I believe that rom-com movies should be distributed equally. All of them? There's some, there's some bad rom-com movies. Not everyone deserves 90 minutes of their life back. All right, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow in with this. Is this a political philosophy? It's a reference to that last. So I've only seen this part where he describes the rom-communist thing. Can we can we reference the other show since we're like clearly doing like a ripoff of it? Director, director, hey, oi, uh, is this okay? Can we can we do this? Yeah, sure. It's Android money. I don't care. We have a budget of a thousand dollars. You want an IMDb cred? Do it. Can I can I speak to the Android in charge? Maybe. The CEO of Android. Good luck. You guys, you can't talk to him unless you break the AI. What do you mean, break the AI? Uh, you gotta open this phone app where it says, "I'm not a robot." You have to click, "I'm not a robot." Of course, I'm not a beep boop beep boop beep boop robot. <laughs> I I can't Excuse imagine. Me. I am the CEO of Android. You are a C-list actor. How may I serve you today? Oh, my God. I made it all the way up to C-list. i got to call my mom. She's going to be so proud of me. Actors. I'm going to step away for a second. Hold on. Hey, Mom. Are you hey. enjoying your role for five American dollars per hour? Yeah, I'm having a great time. I didn't even, I didn't know I was getting paid, to be perfectly honest. That is the impression we like to g g g g give off. <laughs> I learned all my speech patterns from Quagmire from <laughs> Sounds to me like you must be really funny. Go ahead. Go Could ahead. a robot star in a t -t -t television show about feelings? I don't know if we have to make it about feelings, but sure, why not? Let's let's see let's see what that looks like. Hello, I am AI Lasso. I will coach some f -f -f football and give you coaching on your f -f -f feelings. You Australian man, can you get the ball through th 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 the hoop and kiss your sister? At the same time? Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be tricky. These uh, are robot feelings. 
accomplishments are incestuous. Wow, that was a great show. I loved that. Um, I don't know if the the public's ready for that yet. It that was so stunning. It stunned me out of my Australian accent that I have been locked into uh, throughout, the, throughout production. Me, I've been method acting this entire time. <laughs> Also, in case it wasn't clear, I've been Jared, Jared Leto throughout this entire this entire ordeal. Um, famous for one other movie role. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Being a cult leader. That's one of them. Yep, that's another one. That was the one I was referencing. Oh right, you were in the um. Oh, what's the movie with Jared Leto and um, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence? American Hustlers? I think just American Hustle. But yeah, sure, maybe I was in that. I don't remember being in that. Uh, it seems like something you were in. Oh. Oh, right, you're the guy from David Letterman. Yeah, it's uh, Jared Leto played David Letterman, famously. I'm thinking of Joaquin Phoenix, actually. <laughs> And if you go back and watch that, look closely at the at the David Letterman face. It is actually me in process. <laughs> yeah. That's also why in that clip, like on YouTube, uh, no shirt on David Letterman, I had to show my abs. Right. You got to show your abs. You got it. You got it. Mm. Well, I guess I'm going to head out. I got a cold to lead. <laughs> and I, and we got a cold to read. And scene. And scene. Wow. We're going to end every sketch now with we have a cold to read. Uh, I love that. That's our live from New York Saturday night. Yep. Like, ah, oh, man, that is like. 30% of the way to being something. I love that. <laughs> yeah. One more time in the oven. That's going to that's gonna be, gonna be tasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have, um, I have a sketch. You do? Hooray. Why don't you? Yeah, I feel like it's been a while since I've uh, had a sketch. Um, Tomahawk, you're going to play guy number, uh, one. I'm going to play guy number two. Uh, and Maura, you're going to play all the women. <laughs> sure. Hmm. Okay. So the sketch is titled the shittiest bar you've ever been to. Uh, interior C title. Is everyone in? Not in yet. Yes. Hey. Want to play whores? Do I want to play whores? No. Whores, like the street ball game. You come up with a pickup line, and if you can get someone. And, but I, I can't with the same line. It, it's H. Uh, guy number two walks up to a girl, seemingly ignoring what guy number one said. Hey, listen, Um, I've tried dumb gimmicks, dumber limes, but I just want to be honest with you. I'm a virgin, 
and I'm looking for someone to sleep with me because I want to kill myself, and looking forward to sex is the only thing keeping me on this earth. No, I can't do that. There's so much for you to live for. I could show you. Come with me. Sorry, I gotta go show this guy a good time. Girl number one grabs guy number two's hand and leaves him out of and leads him out of the bar. And just as they leave, Eve, guy number two pokes his head through the door, makes an H with his hand, looks at guy number one, and mouths the word H. I might have picked the wrong opponent. We got to a different bar on a different night. Yeah, I'm just looking for someone to watch all of Supernatural with me. Every episode? Even a finale? Yep. Not doing that. I don't want to be with someone that desperate. Walks away. Oh. Uh, uh, we, uh... Is it Switch? Yeah, it's switched. Sorry. Okay. I believe that's E. I win. Why are you so competitive? I didn't say we were betting anything. How do you make up shit like that? I wasn't making anything up. I'm a lonely man who never had a friend before we started this game. I'd like to thank you for saving my life. If there's anything I could do to repay. Clean slate, beginning at H. Loser pays for the winner's tab. Watch. Uh, guy number one walks up to girl number three. You look like my mom. Want to put a diaper on me and stab me? Huh? What? I didn't... Hey, you're cute. Want to get out of here? Girl number three grabs guy number one's hand and leads him out of the bar. Just as they leave, guy number one pokes his head through the door, makes an H with his hand, looks at guy number two, and mouths the word H. I think I've been hustled. And scene. Oh, I feel like that packed. Yeah, I feel like that. Yep, that's a cold we just read. We. Oh man. That was the coldest read I've ever read. I got brain freeze. That was so gosh darn cold. <laughs> I feel Please. like I I packed a lot of character into two pages. Uh huh. You know. I, I don't I... think the roles actually switched and we got mixed up. Is that yep. accurate? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I fucked up. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the full blame for that. That was fully me. It, it, it's great. I think it's so much better that way. So, Brian, have you tried that line? Uh, the, the diaper one? Either one. Any of them. <laughs> Particularly, I am interested in the, just going up to someone. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a virgin. That that bit. I'm assuming you are a virgin, Brian. Oh, yeah. I've never even been in a bar. You're the what? 14 years old? That is less embarrassing. Sure, I'm 14. Cool. <laughs> hey, abstinence is cool. Bars are... Remain in. pure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a gift for your wife or husband or both. Right, or if you're a Mormon, like, <laughs> uh, you know, all all of your partners. Yeah, man, if you become a cult leader, that's a gift for your wives. 
You know I'm Mormon. Why are we making fun of Mormons, Brian? Look, I'm sorry. I I know that you're a Mormon because it kind of sounds like Morbius and you want to set up more Morbius jokes. Dang it! Ah, he saw right through my... my Mormon I have no... I have no respect for your faith or lack thereof. You don't believe in Morbius? I don't believe in Mormonists, no. Oh, man. You're like such an obscene person. My favorite thing about this episode so far is that I hadn't said Morbius up until that point. I got you to say it somehow. <laughs> yep. Yep. I uh that makes us the best episode of Cold Reads ever. Look, every time, really, it's been going on for months. <laughs> you hating it just makes me want to do it more. It's not a thing I continue do to do on my own yeah. show. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I'm going to call the episode It's Mormon Time. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like orgasmo. Tomahawk, I know you haven't seen like a lot of stuff that you're supposed to see. Have you seen orgasmo? I have not. Oh! I, I have seen it, right? I know they set up a sequel where Ron Jeremy comes back as the bad guy and it never got made. I did not know they set up a sequel if they're just like, haha, we never intend to make the sequel. <laughs> it's uh it's one of those things the guys from South Park made. Uh mm-hmm. I think before South Park. Or immediately uh, after the first season. Seven, it says so, like a couple years, like South Park. Remember, I, well, yeah. Ugh, shut up, I'm old. South Park took off like wildfire and it was like big headlines, and then they made orgasmo. Okay, so it was before basketball. Yeah. <laughs> so what's South Park? <laughs> Have you ever? Is that a Jimmy Carr laugh? That's actually how Harry Styles laughs. It feels like a joke. You're in a joke laughing because you heard a joke. (laughs) We're all familiar with the Harry Styles quote. It feels like you're in a movie. You actually like you're in a movie. No, I, I don't know that quote. I know that he spit on Chris Pine's leg. I don't believe that. I think it was just a... Just a weird movement of the camera and No, I, am, I think I am aware of that quote. Tomahawk. Yes. Okay, you're the deciding vote. Did I must Harry say. Styles intentionally spit on Chris Pine out of disrespect? That that is a great question. Uh I feel like in order to be as confident as I can be, we should probably review the footage right now. So uh, why don't I just hit this little button so I can watch that exact clip and hear what happened on that stage. Here we go. And boop. 
you know, my favorite thing about the movie is that it feels like a movie. It feels like a real, you know, go to the theater film that, you know, kind of the reason why you go watch something on the big screen. And I think, Oh, so good. (laughs) How can just don't talk? We don't pay you to talk. It's crazy that Chris Pine said all that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it was Chris Pratt. Oh, playing Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Sorry. Yes, I understand. Chris Prime. Chris Prime is what you get when you take all the Chris's and you form them together like Voltron. I do like Chris that. Chris is activate. Chris Evans, form of clean cut. Chris Hemsworth, form of hunk. Chris Pratt, form you gotta of creepy go Christian. Yeah. With your Chris's together, you make me Chris Prime. Chris Pine. Okay. I googled Chris and the first Chris to come up. Any guesses? Uh, Reeves. Chris Stapleton. (laughs) The country singer? Well, that's just based on your search results, my dude. Oh, nope, I lied. Haha, I get Stapleton, too. (laughs) I'm like, I I don't listen to this What happens when you bang Chris? Okay, I get Chris Rock. On Google? Oh, on Bing, you get Chris Brown. It's your man on the flow. If he ain't, let me know. Yeah, uh, Chris Brown, Chris Martin, then Chris Evans then Chris Stapleton, then Christina Aguilera, then Chris Hemsworth. Where where, where are you getting this? Google. No Farley's here. Are you looking at like, uh, like you typed in Chris and you're looking at the suggested or? Yep. Okay. okay. No, I just Googled Chris and like finished the thing. And it's just like, you mean Chris Stapleton? Uh, Yeah, I get Chris. uh, I get my old boss. I get, yeah. Chris Isaac, Chris Brown songs. Chris Brown, but, Morton Evans, Stapleton Sale, Hemsworth Perez. But I think that okay. means that Chris Stapleton is Chris Prime. No, I think my boss, Chris Dodson, uh, is the he's the top search result. Dodson? We got Dodson over here? We got Dodson. <laughs> See, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> that is such a deep cut joke. No one's going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> no, people will get it. The right people will get it. Is that like a detective movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, it's a dinosaur movie. It is a dinosaur movie. Oh, it's the fran- only good dinosaur movie? It's a franchise that has Chris Pratt in it. <laughs> yeah. But this one has Sam Jackson and Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, that. Brother. Why isn't Samuel L. Jackson or Wayne Knight in the new one? Uh, well, I canonically, Samuel Jackson's character died. 
Okay, what about Wayne Knight? He also died. <laughs> Wait, did Spielberg make the Jurassic World movies? No, he produced them, though. Yeah. But it seems to be yeah. pretty hands-off. Uh, we've tapped into something that... Uh, I hate those movies so gosh darn much. They're, they're awful. God, they're yes. bad. Yes, they're so bad. Like, they're all roughly the same quality, but the last one really pisses me off because I could kind of ignore them and, like, isolate them in my brain as, like, a separate thing than Jurassic Park. But bringing back the original characters, I'm like, ugh. You're making it really hard for me to be able to ignore this. I mean, it's so... I I think I, those, I, I think the scripts for these movies would be pretty good and very impressive if it was written by a fourteen year old girl or boy yeah. it doesn't matter the gender but uh, what do you think about the controversy that there were scenes in the trailer that weren't in the theatrical cut but are in the version on Peacock I do not care I watched this movie once and I refuse to ever watch it again because it's that bad. I felt like my brain was on fire the entire time. And this is a hot mm. take. I don't know if you guys are going to agree. Jurassic World 1 is also bad. It's still very, very bad. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I said know. that Jurassic Park is the only good dinosaur movie, period. I have no interest in the Jurassic World movies. I wasn't interested in when them came out. Like, Jurassic Park holds up. The dinosaurs mm-hmm. don't look funny. Look. The the problem with Jurassic World is that the movies don't need to make money, right? It's just a commercial for the actual Jurassic World theme park at Universal, right? So they don't need to be good. They don't need like a fan base. They just need you to be aware of the fact that Jurassic World exists and that there's a really good animatronic at Universal Studios. But they barely use animatronics in these movies. They're all CGI dinosaurs. There's like. Well, if you want to see animatronic dinosaurs, Uh, go to Florida. I I cannot stand Colin Trevorrow. (laughs) Or Trevor, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't like him. He's one of the Uh, few filmmakers that I'm like, I. I hope I never like just encounter this guy on the street because I'm gonna be mean to him. You gonna fuck him up? I'm gonna make him cry. <laughs> like you're gonna emotionally wreck him. Yes. I'm not typically a violent person, but I don't know. Let's see how he pushes me. Jurassic World. It should be an easy franchise to make, but like. Especially Jurassic World 1. I got a lot of issues with Jurassic World 1. It is the type of... It feels like he's copying Jurassic Park and not in a way that feels like homage. It feels like, hey, let me copy your homework, but I'm going to change it a bit so they won't notice. But like everybody notices, but he copies it and changes the wrong parts and it doesn't make any sense. Like, You know who would direct a really good Jurassic Park movie? Me. I was going to say literally anybody else, but Jordan Peele. Yep, that'd be good. Oh, yeah, but right? Jordan Peele would direct a very great anything. Anything comedy. Well, no, he didn't do good in Keanu. Did he direct Keanu? I don't think he directed No, he didn't direct that movie. 
okay. He, yeah. Jordan Peele could direct any good comedy or horror action. Maybe right. even action. Yeah. Have you seen Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone? Yeah. I have not, no. It was disappointing. Right. That, because he's okay. not directing that. He doesn't have anything to do with it except for he's the narrator. Wasn't he like producing or something? Yeah. That could have just yeah. been in, he he invested his money in it. Yeah. Like I know like producer is a very loose term, but I don't know. He is involved as opposed to just being in it. I want to get this point though. So like it's the, I'm, let me copy your homework, but I'm going to change things with Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World. Like the characters in Jurassic Park, are color coded to their role in the story. My favorite thing about what was that? Who goes there? The, the Chris Pine Harry Styles interview. Sorry, <laughs> but the characters in Jurassic Park—they're color coded to their role in the story. There's two primary um, storylines happening, which is uh, storyline A: Doctor Grant uh, coming to grips with the fact that he needs to like sort of accept the future because he's a guy that's been living in the past, like literally with dinosaurs or whatever, and he's been obsessed with the past, and he's will move on. And he's like, uh, need, that's his whole deal, like coming to accept children, aka the future, and so. Uh, he wears blue throughout the movie. Dr. Sadler, his you know romantic interest is pink. And obviously the kids that he needs to like see, like there's a possibility of like them having kids in the future. They wear just smaller versions of those uh, colors, essentially. And the other storyline is whether or not man should play God. And the characters that debate that are a hammer. He's like, yeah, man should play God. His intentions are pure. He wears all white. Malcolm's like, no, man, shouldn't because chaos and that's evil and we should not do that. We should know our place. He wears black. And then the guy that flip-flops in between them is the lawyer guy who wears like beige and gray. So Trevorrow saw this and went, oh, there's a character in Jurassic Park that wears all white. Why don't we just get the business lady to wear all white in our movie? Just because. Like, you don't understand it. One thing I know about Jurassic World is there's a guy wearing an ironic Jurassic Park graphic tee, yep. which doesn't make sense because they never actually opened Jurassic Park and never sold merch. Like that speech where Malcolm is very mad about how they slapped the Jurassic Park logo on a lunchbox. In the canonical story of Jurassic Park, they don't get to that stage yet. They don't have the merch uh, so there's no logical reason for that guy to have that T-shirt. Now, if memory serves, he does talk about how he got it in the movie, but I don't remember how he got it. But also, that's like, ah, man, uh, what's a national tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in, in, in Thor Love and Thunder, there's an ice cream shop called the infinity cones with yeah. Thanos' glove. And people like, criticize that. Weird, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's stupid for the exact same reason. Definitely insensitive, yeah. So, um, okay, so like, do you got, uh, I'm going to... Pearl Harbor. I'm going to be a total nerd from the, from the 20th century. Do you guys know what the Tommy West... 
football universe is? Yes, I do. Yes. I do. Oh, I didn't know if, you knew. You should. Uh, yeah, it's a very uh, famous internet though. thing. I didn't know if you knew. I thought you thought I was old because I am old. How old are you? Old enough. Now it basically says that all the Disney Channel shows, all of the sitcoms, all of the cop shows, the Simpsons. They're all in the same universe. In the mind of a of an autistic child holding a snow globe. But it but it's gotten more massive because now yeah now Marvel's the MCU is part of it. How? That's a great question. I'm uh, consulting the infographic right now to get the answers. Brian, what is this show? Um. I don't know anymore. How okay, supernatural oh, Tobias Fionke is in Infinity War. Oh therefore, yeah. therefore Arrested Development and MCU in happen in the same world. How is the office <laughs> Everything's okay. connected, man? Okay, so Sane Elsewhere, Homicide Life in the Street. X Files, Veronica Mars. <sighs> to Lost to the Office. Wow. I just learned that Lost and the Office are in the same universe. <laughs> right. Like yeah. Charlie from Lost once dated a woman whose father worked in the paper factory from the office UK. Mm. And the office UK crosses over with office US. Yes. Right. I think it's amazing that they had the restraint to not have the office crossover with parks and rec, like directly just have a crossover episode. That was the originally the plan was parks and rec was a spinoff of the office. Yeah, it was going to be a spinoff, but it was just, they were going to get, the copying copier from the office. It wasn't going to be like characters come over. I mean, like, I think it's fascinating that we don't have Dwight interacting with Ron Swanson. I mean, you know, well, it, could, it's, it could still be an Emmy skit anytime in the next 10 years. They already did the Emmy skit though. Did they? Where it was, Wait, yeah. We all know that there's only one Emmys and it's done. We're never doing the Emmys again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there. Um, so they did the the Breaking Bad, The Office, Two and a Half Men crossover skit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was, I was, I remember that. For the for the Emmys, you know. Mm-hmm. Where Creed orders uh, meth for the office. <laughs> He's like, hey, everybody, my meth showed up. I love how Creed talks in that show. Yep. Hey, everybody, it's me, Creed. <laughs> it's me, Creed. <laughs> One time I was in a restaurant and me and my sister kept going, it's a me, Mario, at each other. And my dad got so mad that we left before we ate. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've ever heard that you have a sister. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Or a dad. I kind of uh, assumed Tomahawk. you just existed on your own. Yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I live alone. Hey, man. Yeah, I couldn't do that on my salary. I definitely can't. I'm kidding. I'm fully kidding. I still live with my parents. I also live with your parents, which makes it even weirder that, like, I've never seen you with them. Can I hear you through the walls? Wait. Hey! Crossover episode. Oh, my God. Tom, Hack, and Brian exist in the same universe. (laughs) (laughs) Multiverse theory confirmed. It's morbid time. (laughs) Were you going to say something, Brian, before we went off on this multiversal thing? Uh, Tomahawk, did you bring in a sketch? I am so glad you asked. (laughs) No, no. Not even a little. (laughs) Great. Oh, my God. I'm so relieved. (laughs) (laughs) I have one somewhere, but I don't know where it is, and I'm not going to read it out now. Okay. It's not worth it, I promise. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Two Two sketches are pretty good. Pretty good show. What a great show! Yeah, it's more than okay. More than time. Oh wait, what? what, what oh, what, are what, you what? actually? Are do you guys actually really want to leave? No, no. Oh, are, are we hanging? I'm hanging. If okay. anybody has an idea for a long form, okay. I would uh, like to see. Can can you see? Uh, uh, Harry Styles talking about talk commenting on his life. Uh, I was in one direction and now I'm not. Keep going, keep browsing, going, Harry. No, Harry Styles is all. Yeah, sorry. Never. Well, that's it. That's it. I'm. Uh, I do music. I act. Uh, I'm a funny guy on Saturday Night Live. When I was in a band, I was like making music, and then it felt like music was really coming out. It's like when you go to a concert and the vibrations are what you hear. That is the sound that music is. I'm Harry Styles. I wear these pants in England. <laughs> now they might both they might both be Harry Styles, but I'm Harry Styles, very Harry hair stylist. And oh. I'm the real hairstylist. Gotta show him. He's he's my hairstylist. Which of you is my real hairstylist? Harry Styles needs his hairstylist. <laughs> Say something only the really hairstylist Harry Styles hairstylist. So you know when you go to a movie theater. Oh and... no, Harry Styles having a stroke. Call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and um. You're like, oh, that person's way bigger than, like, a real person, but it's only because he's a projector. Listen, listen, <laughs> Harry Styles, Harry Stylist, Stylist. I'm actually Harrison you Ford. Need, that's great. You need to call an ambulance. Harry Styles is on the ground having a stroke. We need to we need to save Harry Styles. Otherwise, we are both out of a job. I I can't afford to pay you if he's not paying me. <laughs> You're not com- fine. I will do it. Give okay, beep, beep, beep. Hello, hello, ambulance. 
Wait, this is the ambulance. Yes, hello. Okay, so like, you know when you go get an ambulance and it's like, it feels like an ambulance? Like, you hear the siren uh, and you see the, the gurney and it feels like a gurney. I need a, I need, um, I need an ambulance because Harry Styles just had a stroke. Okay, can you give me his address, please? Can't you use my phone's location? No, this is, we have landlines, doesn't work that way. Really? You called 911 in the 1960s, sorry, mate. Oh, man. Well, we're at the, we're at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Dang it, I forgot that Harry Styles went on tour in the 1960s. (laughs) God. Oh, no. It's so groovy when you're, like, listening to music in the 60s, and you can hear the music in the 60s, and it's like, this is real 60s music you're hearing. He was not prepared for the strains of marijuana that were available on the stop in in the 1960s. Oh, beans. Oh, we're really getting into it this time. Just another classic Harry Styles, very hairy hairstylist, and Harry Styles, very hairy hairstylist, hairstylist adventure. This is, oh, this is going to be another, this is one for the books. Don't don't you think? You know, when you're reading a book, my favorite thing about reading a book is like, it feels like a book. It feels like, you know, you you go to the library uh, <laughs> read Why does everybody talk like this now? <laughs> then you know the kind of reason ah. why you think you go to read something in the little book, and I and I think. Are you Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> you know, when you're like running down the streets of Philadelphia, and you're like, "This is Philadelphia," and then you like run and you punch the meat, and it's like punch meat, punch meat. <laughs> You punch Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, look, there's okay. the ambulance. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Tom Hawk, name wait. anything. Uh, teddy bear. You know, my favorite thing about a teddy bear is, like, it feels like a teddy bear. It feels like a real, uh, you know, uh, you you look in the eyes uh that you know kind of the reason why it has eyes uh is to feel the fur you know like something on the big screen uh, i do not remember the last time i felt the sensation of joy <laughs> i just want to go home What's happened? I don't feel like I deserve this. Oh, great. Okay, wait. You know what my favorite thing about the hospital? Like, I don't care. It feels like a hospital. We're not even at a hospital yet. We're on our way. We're not there yet. Actually, wait. Now that I'm looking around, I think we forgot Harry Styles. We need to go back and get him. It's just us in the family. Oh, my favorite thing about forgetting Harry Styles is like it feels like we forgot Harry Styles. It does feel like we forgot Harry Styles right now. 911 operator, why is everyone talking like Harry Styles? 
oh my gosh, it's contagious. You know when you have a disease that's contagious? <laughs> first you get it from someone, and then you pass it on to someone. It's like, I, you have this disease, and it's like you really have this disease. <laughs> we need to get help. We need to call the president. You know when you call the president? Mr. President, get to the big phone, Mr. President. There's a big emergency, Mr. President. Oh, it's the 60s. So Eisenhower's president, right? After Kennedy. That'd be Johnson. Uh, Johnson. Yeah. Right. So we need to call Johnson. Hello, it's me, you I'm know, President Johnson. I got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, this is a this is a true fact about me. President you would Johnson. tell people you had a big dick, or you had a big dick. I have a big dick and I uh, waggle it about. You put it I on the desk? I, you know when you I'll take it out of my pants and like waggle it at people as an intimidator. <laughs> this is a true fact about me, President Well, Johnson. my favorite thing about having a big penis is like it feels like a big penis. <laughs> you know? Yep. You know you, what's you my kind favorite of... thing about having a big penis? What? The fact that my last name's Johnson, a name for a penis. <laughs> That's, well, I, I have a feeling that people call it Johnson because of you. Yeah, I definitely helped that cause. Right. I mean, they, um, you know, when President Nixon ran for office and he gave out pins with his campaign slogan on it, you know what it was? What? They can't lick our dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did, I did hear that. Uh, but, hey, he didn't win and he never will. So, <laughs> Nixon smash. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on in the country right now? Uh, there's a there's a brain virus. Is that why we're calling the president? Right? Because you know, my favorite thing about calling the president is like it feels like we're calling the president. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The favorite part about hearing about Johnson's big dick is hearing about Johnson's big dick and then hearing Tomar talk about Johnson's big dick and then going on a tangent and then looking at Wikipedia because it feels like you're looking at Wikipedia and thinking about Johnson's huge dick. Mr. Oh, I... Johnson, we're talking like Harry Styles. All right. So while I am, uh, I, I understand the gravity of the situation, this does seem like a very serious issue. I'm going to just put you guys on hold for a moment so I can assess the proper way to deal with this problem. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So beep, boop, you know what my favorite thing about being on hold is? Like, it feels like we're on hold. Right? Like, you go and you listen to the phone, and the phone music is just like, hold. All right. So now I can finish this conversation on the phone with my tailor. Beep. Hey. So, Yeah. There's not enough, like, crotch room in my pants. Look, just tell me your instructions, and I promise to be swift about your tailoring. Look, like, the pants in, in the, the, the groin The best part about region, having a swift tailor is can he tailor swift? There's not, there's not enough room for, for my junk down there. Like, I need you to add in more room for my junk. Cause, like, well, you don't have room for your junk. You've got to shake it off. With, it with, off. You, with the way the pants are right now, it's like... It pushes the fabric all the way to the front, and it like 
pulls in the fabric and the seam on the back of the pants, and I like right. Pull the, the problem that I'm looking at is like, are you like you belong to me? You put the penis through the pant leg, right? So that way, when you bend your knees, you're bending your penis, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should wear short skirts while she wears uh, t-shirts. Thank you. Did you reference your knee stuff like sitting? Uh, in the bleachers? I'm, the worst part about Taylor Swift's new stuff is when you're listening to Taylor Swift's new stuff, you're in like, In the 1960s, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now now that you guys know what to do with my pants and how to adjust them for my big dick, I am going to go back to the other conversation. All right. So, beep boop, boop, beep boop. All right, so uh, Harry Styles. You know what my favorite thing about being taken off hold and continuing the conversation? It's continuing the conversation now that I've been taken off hold. We cut to President, Mr. President, are you are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I was just thinking about this movie I want to write. That's why I said out loud, we cut to. I, I kind of forgot that I had to actually come up with an idea of how to deal with this virus. We cut to. That sounds dramatic, right? Sure. Okay. All right. Well, you don't like it? No, let's do it. Let's do it. The best part about equivocating is that when you equivocate, you can't tell if it's <laughs> yes or no. But. You sure you don't want to end the scene? The best part of ending a scene is that you don't have to find an end to the scene. You could just end the scene. I have never been more jealous of President Lincoln. Also Kennedy. <gasps> oh. I- Shit. Or um or Reagan, but he survived. Right? Or Garfield. Spoil system, my dude. He loved lasagna. May he rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Or Joe Biden, who is definitely going to die in office. Absolutely not. That, Are you kidding me? I have no doubt in my mind that Joe Biden is going to die in office of natural causes. Yeah, I'm about to say, this is not the type of thing you will have recorded on the internet. I, 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 I genuinely believe, here. I genuinely believe that Joe Biden is going to die of natural causes because he is so old. I don't I don't think it's a good thing, right? I think it's a very bad thing that we're uh we elected someone who's going to die in office of natural causes. And I'm predicting that. I'm saying it's very likely to happen. I'm not saying it should happen and we should be doing everything in our power to prevent it from happening. Um but it's going to happen if we do nothing. Do you, do you agree with that? Does that not break your little worldview? You broke my entire worldview. Me, President Johnson. <laughs> we, okay, I think we ended the scene and we're moving on to something else. Nope, I'm going to be President Johnson for the rest of this episode. Uh, President Johnson, Yep. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, probably Wikipedia. <laughs> I bet there's a big bunch of articles about me online. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure if you Google uh, Lena B. Johnson, Big Dick, something will come up. <laughs> sure. Okay, this episode of Cold Reads at Improv and Sketch Comedy Open Mic has been brought to you by the merch, which is available on Zazzle.com slash Cold Reads. We have iron-on patches, uh, pins, and stickers. I highly recommend getting the iron-on patches. It's a really cheap alternative uh, to, you know, buying a whole T-shirt. You can just find an old T-shirt at, like, Old Navy or the thrift store that's, like, four bucks. Buy the iron-on patch, and it looks really good. Um, I, a true fact about me and Lyndon B. Johnson, I named my penis Jumbo. Cool. Jumbo? Wait, Jumbo? Jumbo. Like Jimbo, but with a U. Like Dumbo, but with a J? Yep. Like Dumbo, but with a, with a, with a J. Like Jumbo, okay. but with, with an O. Like Jumbo, sure. but with an M. <laughs> Trish, where can people find you on social media? Trish isn't here. Uh, it's Mora, Mora, whatever. Yep. Uh, Mora. At Trish.com. Uh, uh, and Mora Satirical. God, uh, on Instagram, Mora Satirical. Okay. Yep. And... Uh, you. Okay, you can find me on Uzbear.com, Brian K. Scott. I updated my uh, profile so it has, uh, you know, my mer my merch and socials and stuff. Uh, this is uh, the end of the show. Uh, you can also listen to Cold Reads on Radio Free Montclair. I think that website's broken. I don't know if you should do that, though. Uh, and <clears throat> uh, that's it. Thank you. Thank both of you for coming. I got I to gotta start doing this at 7. I don't know why I picked 8. That's such a terrible time for this. I orchestrated the Kennedy assassination, me, Lyndon B. Johnson. Okay, could you please kill Joe Biden? I, Lyndon B. Johnson, not anybody playing Lyndon B. Johnson might look into it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, this, is, this has been great. Uh, this has also been awful, if I'm being honest. I think we can all do better. I'm a sweepy little boy. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm very sweepy. Uh, thank you and good night.